Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Owen Chambers here from The Professional Builder. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to congratulate you on a huge 2023. It's not been easy, but it has come to an end. And I hope that you are prepared and ready for a huge 2024. I want to make sure that as you go into 2024, you've got a couple of really key things in place. A personal plan, a profit plan, a process plan, and a people plan. Making sure that as the pressure comes on your people and your processes, you've got a plan for both those. As you grow through the year, you're actually prioritizing yourself and also your profits. You don't get rich at some future date. You do it incrementally every single month or every single project. So making sure that you get these four main plans in place is absolutely critical. We've got a workshop coming up in the second week of January. And if you're wanting to make sure that you have the best year yet in your building company, then at least register for the replay and get your hands on the workbook. We'll be able to send it through to you. And if you want, we can courier it to your house. So here's to your success. Here's to you getting those four main plans in place for 2024. And here's to you absolutely crushing it. What we've got today is a replay. Some of the highlights from our workshops and our case studies and our member interviews from the last 12 months. You're going to love these. They unpack the journeys that some of the members go through. It's not all plain sailing. Usually it's an overnight success, five to 10 to 15 years in the making. And it's stacking systems on top of each other to make sure that you buy back your time, you implement a process that is going to allow your team to be successful and you're in a position to build a resilient, predictable and profitable building company where every single project is winning and you're not robbing Pete to pay Paul. So here's to you. Here's to these replays that are highlights from our last 12 months. If you've got questions, comments, queries, you can find us on the line. You can leave a comment. And before we wrap up and before we get into it, if you could please leave us a review as well. It makes a huge difference. And our goal next year is to help take this podcast to the moon. We want to make sure that it gets into as many earballs as possible and eyes if you're watching this on youtube so leave us a comment leave us a review it really helps to grow the channel and really helps us to spread the word on exactly how you can build a business that isn't a busy job but a true business that gives you true wealth so without further ado let's get into it i've been your host this year so far it's owen chambers from the professional builder with my co-host marty he's already on holiday i'm off to the golf course now here's to you and we'll see you next time take care Right, I'm here with Dave Hughes, who is uh, kicking goals and taking names. All right, my man, thanks for your time. Could you explain a little bit about uh, your background, your business, type of builds you do, etc.? Yeah, so background is I started as a cabin maker joiner, like as a mature age apprentice. Did all did some, you know, took my time to figure out what I wanted to do after school. Started there, then after like working in a joinery company, went up, went across and worked with Lendlease, big tier one builder in Australia, um, on a big project for a few years. My business partner Tim kind of started his building company in 2011, TD Building, which you know with limited success, he didn't really know what he was doing, didn't have good support, you know, was losing money each year, not really realizing it. So after Lendlease, I came back and I was just doing some subby work with him building some houses around the local area. We did a jewel lock for myself and my wife, Nadia, in about 2018. Um, mm-hmm. And 
we marketed twofold, like we created twofold building projects and marketed that while we built it because it was going to be a nice high end build in the area. And off the back of that, we had people ringing us up saying, we want you to build for us. And I wasn't a licensed builder, just a carpenter. So we teamed up with Tim, kind of TD Building bought the twofold building projects name and we teamed up as partners, 50-50 partners and kind of been kicking goals ever since then. Awesome. I love it. And what sort of builds are you primarily so doing? Now, when we kind of first started, we were still doing the odd reno and dual occupancies like duplex builds. But now we only do duplex builds and new homes only, no renovations at all anymore, which is great to get away from that kind of stuff. Label. Are you doing design, design as well? Yeah. So now in the last three projects we've designed as well, clients are coming directly to us because we tell them you should have the builder involved from the very start. So we package up a design package. Yeah, we charge about 50 grand for design, all the external consultants, um, and to get them through approvals. And then once we've done that, we design it to their budget so that we know we can build it for what their budget was. And they're super happy and they, every single one of them has signed up for the build with us. Awesome. That's quite a um, quite a different approach to a lot of builders. Can you tell me more why you moved in that direction of charging that and really differentiating yourself from everyone else? Like you charge the most for your next steps and it's more than just a quote. It's it's a full exactly. Yeah, well, we we found the architects in the area. There's lots of mum and dad developers around here that all want to do that. They've all got these blocks that they can do a dual lock house on, house on, and they might spend you know one and a half million building that, and then they've got two million dollar home, like two two million dollar homes at the end. So they go to the architects, and none of these architects are taking them through the process. They're making them do all the legwork in terms of structural engineers you know, all the landscape, all the paperwork and everything to get it into council. They're not really supporting them. And then they just draw something for them and they go to all these builders with these plans and they say, well, we told the architect our budget was a million and everybody's coming back at 1.5, what's happening? So we kind of get them to come to us and tell them we take you through the process. You guys don't have to lift a finger. All you have to do is come in to our, we've got our new showroom here that we've set up. We do all our full selections. They come in and pick everything on their house in here. So in the design process and people have just been loving it. So it's been really, really helpful. No one else in the area is really doing that. So yeah, it's just kind of a no brainer. And once they've spent 50 grand with you, yeah, uh, you as long as you can deliver what you promise in terms of the cost of the project, which we can because we design it to work in with budget, they sign on the dotted line and you, away you go. I think that's one of the biggest things is showing people all the systems that yeah. you have in place that are going to make sure that it's on time to budget. There's going to be great communication throughout the process. You guys are trustworthy. You've done this heaps of times before. And yeah. obviously the quality of your builds. And by getting them involved at the start to that degree really takes you out of the whole, well, how sharp your pencil realm back. We're not, we're never pricing against other builders. Brilliant. So that's the advantage. And when we are, so we had, we were pricing a, a big duplex build against another builder about a month ago. We just did rough pricing for this guy. He's a developer. And we just kind of looked at it for maybe a couple of hours and, and threw a, you know, nice round figure ready. We were more expensive than another builder. He wanted us to build it. But then our pipeline of our own design and builds kind of, 
limited us from being able to do it. And we just said, look, we can't look at it again till mid next year. This is what it would roughly be, but it won't be that price next year. And he said, oh, I'll wait see you. And he had another builder, 100,000 less than us. But we kind of had told him, we don't even know if we can do it next year. We prefer to do our own projects. So we've knocked back as a $1.8 million duplex build, which we can afford to knock back because the pipeline's so full that we don't need to take the job. I love it. Yeah. Tell, tell me about, so if we go back 12 months, what was business like? Why did you decide to make changes and what were you looking to gain from the program and joining the community? So 12 months, so oh, probably a little bit over 12 months now, more towards the start of last year, April, May. I had done a lot of work over the Christmas. I'd kind of, Tim went on a holiday towards the end of 2019 and I took over the office side of things. And when I started getting into the numbers of the business and how it was going, like it wasn't going well. Like there was mounting debt. There was, he didn't know what he owed people. He had bills that were still owed for jobs from years ago where all his sub, subbies, he's such a good builder and such a good guy that they were just happy not being paid and letting it, it rack up. And he had an accountant that wasn't, you know, wasn't running the business well. So he had no idea. So we had, yeah, mounting debt, weren't getting really great jobs. When I, then we kind of said, we got to change something. This is, this is silly. We're not, when there's no reason for us to do it, we may as well just quit and go work for someone else. I hadn't signed up. And just quite, quite often, like, quite often there's the breaking point people get to before they decide, well, shit, I've, I've got to change the way that I'm doing, doing things. Yeah, that was it. And so we got to that breaking point. We kind of said like, this is the situation. The smart play here is, you know, declare bankruptcy and go off on your merry way. Or the hard way is let's fix the systems. Let's make sure we pay everybody what we owe and we're going to turn this around because it's definitely possible to turn around. That's when we got you guys on board. And, you know, the systems and things that you guys had and the, the kind of knowledge from the group just, you know, it just fast-tracked everything. Like we just, we just dove straight in and tried to implement as many of the systems as possible. And, you know, it's been an absolute game changer for us. So that's, that's where we were at and we're so glad we took the plunge. Awesome. I love seeing people take action and win and even better seeing good guys win. What did you dive into first? Like, what did you start with? And then what are two or three things that have made the biggest difference so far? So what we started with first was getting a really good idea of our numbers because that's where we weren't, we weren't quoting jobs correctly. We, we didn't know what margin we should be targeting and markup and margin is one of the main things that we didn't understand, which when that little learnings happened, like, I think Owen took us through that early on and it was just like light bulb moment. You're like, yeah, 100%. So um, that was a big thing. And then just we implemented um, some site systems like professional builder and all the site meetings and getting the sites running a lot smoother, getting all our boys on board with it. So getting them excited about the processes and the systems. How did you go about doing that? Like what did you start with the rules of the game or did you start with the team goal? Here's the direction the company's going. Here's how the company wins. Here's what we expect from you. How did you yeah. get them on? We started with that direction kind of thing. Like this is our goal. This is where we're looking to move. These are the roles that we want filled. And they all kind of saw that and thought, wow, like we can jump on board here. And, and they could see the progression that they could move through. 
And then it went through all the other systems. Yeah, we did set up the rules of the game, set up our mission and vision statement, and that's on all the sites now that they see every day. Just got them more emotionally invested in in the company's success, which has been a huge, huge thing. Yeah. It's a game changer, isn't it? When you yeah. delegate to elevate and you give your team more responsibility and the tools to take care of the projects and then the visibility each week of how we track and forecast versus actual, where we at, are we on track, etc. It's quite a game changer. Yeah. And we sound, we started off using um, Builder Trend, which mm-hmm. that was massive for the boys on site, just seeing, you know, a list of things they've got to do. Um, our foreman can really run a site and give us information. So in the afternoons, I'll see it job logs from the entire site, like logs of what's happened on the day our form will do. And now even our apprentices are doing those logs because they've seen what the foreman needs to do and they're all thinking, I want to be a foreman one day. So I get so much information from every site every day that I don't have to visit the site anymore. I can just jump on the computer at 3 p.m., look across them all, and if I need to pick anything out and say, oh, why has that happened, I can. Really, really helpful. How many projects do you have on the go at the moment? So at the moment, we've, we just handed one over um, a week ago. We've got one in the middle of construction, one just started, and then two, two are in like CC stage, like construction certificate stage. So they should be both hitting the ground running. But we're going, we can do five duplexes at a time at the moment, which is upwards of $7 million worth of running projects at any one type. Awesome. And... So you said uh, turnovers tripled. Yep. What? Tell me a bit more about that and what's been the impact on margin and what have been the main drivers that you've implemented that have improved those? So turnovers tripled. I think the original, our net profit was negative in the, <laughs> you know, okay. in that first yep. one. We had, as I said, mounting debt and negative net profit. So Diving into the numbers and the quoting and how we should be pricing for profit made a big difference. So just implementing all that straight away for all future jobs. Obviously, more jobs came through the door and we were targeting the 20% gross profit on jobs. First year, we got a little bit wrong, so we weren't hitting those 20% targets because we weren't 100%. Yeah, was that from your pricing and forecasting? Was that from you were getting 20% going in but just weren't hitting milestones labor overruns or yeah so 20 percent going in and then yeah labor overruns a few few bits and pieces change and not really charging for the variations like we should have been so there are things we've fixed since then throughout the last year with building trend and being able to track all that information in real time knowing how much we've gone over on labor on every component of the job is awesome like the boys clock in on what they're doing and we know we're 100, 150 bucks over on that, like down to that degree, which is great. And then because we we put that in place, we got more jobs. Turnover tripled. We went from negative net profit to just under 7% for the year. And that was with paying off historic debts and spending $100,000 on our showroom, which has already got us, it's already picked us up three or four jobs in the next, next 12 months, just from the showroom alone. Brilliant. So it's paid itself off in, you know, the first job we signed through it paid itself off. And then, yeah, it looks like now we've got in the next 12 months, the forecast and the jobs we've got in our pipeline and signed up already, we're going to triple revenue, like we're going to triple revenue again, which is amazing. Brilliant. So where where will you end up, do you think? 
we'll end up at about nine million for this coming financial year. So that's so that's how good is that from uh, two years ago? Exactly. So that's huge. That that just means that we can concentrate on the things we want to concentrate on now and not worry about the the health of the the cash flow. Yeah, a hundred percent. What's been the impact on uh, lifestyle, stress, headspace? So for me, like stress-wise, you know, I was when I worked out where the company was at, I wasn't officially signed on as a director yet, so I didn't have the stress of losing my home or anything. But I was overwhelmed. I was anxious. I couldn't sleep at night, worrying about all the jobs. Now I've got the confidence in the company, the systems that. I don't have to really worry about the day to day and I'm I'm more excited about what the future what's coming in the future now. Like I'm really excited, like I've, I'm happy about coming into work and it's been really a massive change. And I know with Tim as well, where he was I think a massive thing was Tim was getting reading that um extreme ownership book you guys sent out to us. Yeah. And going through that, that just changed his mindset massively and his mantra now is you what is it? Accept what you would... Like, yeah. You need to inspect what you expect. Yeah. And if you, if you own the problem... Yeah, you, you expect own... what... You accept what you expect or you ex- expect it's what you expect. Inspect. So look at it. Yeah. What you expect. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, trust, but verify. Yeah. And he he now, he's a different beast. On he's, He runs all the sites for us. Like he's kind of, you know, he supports all the foremen on the sites and he's the boots on the ground. And just whereas before he would get pushed around a bit by other trades and just cop shit work, he won't anymore. So he's he's now more confident in that. He's confident in the business. Yeah, it's a massive difference. He's planning things for the future now that he would never have dreamed of. So I love it. Now, one of the things that you've also made changes in is your sales process and your marketing. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, so with the sales process, we we really kind of knuckled down on working out our expert, like where we were an expert in. So we thought in our area, we'd done a couple of duplexes. Let's just go all in on that and really position ourselves as the expert in the market. We're not quite the expert. We've got another quite big builder in this area who does heaps of them and he's he's killing it and good on him. But um, we're, there's so much work happening that we're kind of the second in line. We're number one on Google if you search duplex builders in our local area and builders in our local area. And so that process, now people get to our website, they send us an inquiry, straight away they get an automatic survey, they fill that out, qualify themselves without us lifting a finger. Then once they're kind of qualified, they'll get another link sent out to book an appointment with me on my schedule, half an hour appointment, and I don't talk to them until that happens. And that means that I'm talking to highly qualified leads and the conversion rate with them is super high. And I'm no longer spending half an hour on someone who doesn't even have a block and wants to pick my brain about what they need to do. So good. It's a game changer, literally, isn't it? Massive. Massive game changer. I, it saved, it, that saved me so much time of just phone calls. And you always want to, like, maybe you get 50 phone calls and you spent all that time with all of them. And there might be the one person in there who, like out of the 50 bad phone calls, there might be one person in there that you helped out and then you get their job in two years' time. But if you don't spend the time with them all, you start getting the name of, oh, he's unhelpful, he's it. 
you know, the, our area is quite close knit. Everybody knows everybody. So I felt like I had to spend the time, but now because they can't get access to me, I don't. And they still get a nice, they still get a great experience where we're, we're answering them quickly. We send them a nice message and say, look, we're not the right fit, but here's three builders in the local area who we know can help you. Good. So good. And you've taken on some fantastic office manager. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that and what that's freed you up to do and responsibilities and so forth. So Naomi started two weeks ago. We're still, she's been kicking goals since she's been here. She's She's got a lot of experience with so many systems that we, you know, didn't have much experience with. Then she set up a SADA in the office for us. She's running all the, getting all the costs into the system so we can track everything on a daily basis. And we haven't fully got her full scope yet because we don't know where it will end up. But yeah, she's freed up a heap of my time with all those tasks that were taking me an hour or two every day to do. She's just taking over and looking after that, which is yeah, freed up my time to develop the relationships that I need to develop. Brilliant. And what impact does that had on time? And what sort of hours are you doing now? And in what areas can pitch say two years ago? So I'm still working, you know, seven in the morning till four, five at night. I just like those hours. I think I'll always do that, but I'm not working Saturdays. I'm not spending the Saturdays anymore catching up on on all those things. So I've got my Saturdays, I spend that with my family and I can really be present in the moment with them. I'm not thinking, oh, I've got to do this, this, this still. I could actually spend the time, play really good quality time, which is, um, yeah, massive, massive difference. Everything when you got kids our age. 100%. And it just, even with, you know, my wife, Nadia, we don't have to worry about the business or have more time to actually enjoy the time with her as well, which is you know, before it was stress, stress, stress. And yeah, yeah, yeah that that's one of the big intangibles of getting your business sorted and running properly with the right systems and the right people is how it frees up your headspace from ca- feeling like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah. So what what's ahead for the next year and beyond? You guys have put a fabulous foundation in place to really kick on. Where, where do you want to take things? Well, so that's, we've, because we've had such massive growth in the last year, now we're just, in the next 12 months to 24 months, we just want to really consolidate the foundation, really get all of our um, processes and everything refined, all the team really work out who we want to keep, who we want to, what we need to bring in so that once we've got that and everybody's across all the systems that we can then just make, leapfrog to that next level so yeah we're kind of at the size now that if we can do two years of you know nine million dollar ten million dollar turnover that's really going to set us up then to you know buy out buy this office that we've just fitted out buy the space and go to the next level magic i love it my man and what would you say to a builder who is maybe not getting ahead that we were a couple of years ago there each year feels like a repeat of the last or they're just not being paid what they're worth? Yeah, well, number one is I'd say work out your professional builder rate and what you are worth and what you should be working on and the things that are below you, but then just to jump straight into all the learnings and support that you guys have available because the group has an amazing depth of knowledge and we found tapping into that as often as we can has made a massive difference. So about taking action is the biggest thing 100 percent. and i think 
one of the things that stops people taking action is fear or overwhelm and uncertainty. And I think that's a really good thing with our systems is we eliminate a lot of that by having plug and play templates, people that you can talk to that have already done it, that you can talk to when you want to hire a project manager or a QS or you want to bring on board or you want to change your variations process. There's a system there and there's people who have done it. Yeah, exactly. There's people that have done it and obviously you look at all the systems that are available there and the, and you can still get a bit overwhelmed by the amount, but if you just knock them off one by one and have your 90-day plans and just stick to that plan and then wait, don't worry about the next 90 days. Let's knock that 90 days out and make the next one and just break it up. That's what made a big difference. Awesome. Dave, I love seeing your guys' results, uh, where you're heading. And uh, yeah, love helping you on this journey and looking forward to seeing you guys smash it out of the park over the next couple of years. Thank you very much. All right, my man. Thanks for today. Thanks, Naomi. Thanks, Dave. All right. And we'll talk soon, brother. I'll look forward to meeting you in person soon. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Cheers, Dave. Now, have a great day. All right. We're here today with Brett Tumity from Direct Building Solutions in Sydney. G'day, mate. How you going? Marty, very well. Thanks. How are you? Awesome, my man. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, now, in our member hot seat interview today, uh, if you could share a little bit about your company, time of work you do, and where you're based. Yeah, thanks. Well, Marty, we're uh, based in Sydney. Well, I'm originally from New Zealand, did my time in Blenheim. Mm -hmm. I came over in 95, and we established Direct Building Solutions in 2007. We predominantly do a lot of architectural work, ranging from approximately 250K up to a little bit over a million dollars. We specialize in extensions, alterations, and we're starting to bring in modular homes as well. Awesome. Uh, and yeah. any particular area? Like how broad is the area that you work Well, we're, we've just been a lot of the architects that we know and form a relationship with. We're probably in the inner west where I'm established at the moment. So, but we don't mind traveling. If the, you know, in Sydney, it doesn't take anywhere to travel an hour these days. So we're quite happy to travel an hour to work there and back. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Long, and I sorry, I suppose as long as you're working for the right team, culture, right client and, and architect, and you get to know the right ones, build out the relationship, you're quite happy to, to travel because they're, you know, they're, they're good to get along with. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about the size of your team, who you've got helping you in the office as well, uh, yeah. at the structure of the business. Yeah. Starting with the office, at the back end, I have a, uh, a bookkeeper, obviously I have the accountant. You know, I have a bookkeeper and an administration lady. We they help set up the builder trend, get all our projects in, implemented into the system. We meet regularly every week before this uh, virus. Now we're having Zoom meetings, but we'll sit down and go through all the figures, where we are. We'll look at the uh, the growth, profit, how we're traveling, uh, when we need to implement new uh, new projects, and just keep pushing. You know, pushing the figures and really try and keep a finger on the pulse. Yeah. Yeah, without the numbers. Oh, and and it's still growing. I mean, you guys are just insight. You guys are giving us. We're just sitting there going, well, you know, it's just having transparency is so important. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I like to do the quoting inside the business. We we operate through cubits, cubits, and then we implement everything into uh, Builder Trend. But I've tried external quoting before, but no one can really do it like yourself. And that's yeah. what's going to make or break your company. So if you get it wrong, I'd rather be the person that gets it wrong. I was just going to say from there, we, we you know, branches out onto site. So do you have anyone else helping you in the office sales, marketing, admin-wise? At the moment, no. Well, sales-wise, I have a social media guy. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to look at start doing some uh, social media advertising at the moment. But mm -hmm. um, 
I forwarded some of the training through the TBB site onto him mm-hmm. to make sure that he, he knows what he's doing. So cool. So he's going through those modules at the moment. Yeah, that geo sure that... geofencing local home show Houdini that Cam went through was gold. Did you oh, was it? Yeah, that? Did yeah, you? I did. Yes. Yeah, very. Yeah, that was epic. Um, so I understand that it's no point running social media if we don't target the right audience and, and they have the right systems in place. So we're just putting that together now and then we're going to start testing and then running that. Like normally a lot of my, a lot, all of my work comes through and this is why I want it to be different. This is why um, we don't go through the systems of TPD and I want to start generating my own leads, but we're all coming through architects at the moment and, yeah. and the right architects. So um, we've got some good architects to work for and uh, it's all symmetry. We've got good clients. So I'm a big believer of how the job starts is how the job should finish and um, and, and they get the referrals and continue to the next one. So the architects want to work for you know work with the right builder, no headaches, like you say, transparency, quality, you know, looking at looking at the variations, keeping everything tight, no blowouts. So if we can do that and be honest, they're gonna refer us to the next next client and yeah, hundred percent. What tips would you give to other people wanting to approach or work closer with uh, their desired architects? I suppose it's to get to listen to your gut instinct for a start. It's, it, you know, it goes both ways. So you can really know right from the start whether or not that architect's in it for himself, just a client, or wants to work in symmetry with all three parties. So if it doesn't, don't back down. I mean, you're really going to have to dig your feet in and because um, they're going to push and push and push right. and they're going to screw you down. And you know you're offering the right and honest product. So don't don't, don't take a backward step. Be fair and honest. Yeah, believe in yourself and believe in your product that you're going to produce. Yeah. Any, anything that people should be wary about with architects getting, having positioning for retentions or getting engineers, third party in, engineers involved in the process or appointing other project managers or any other spanners in the works that you've come across? Yeah, no. See, we haven't had, we have been lucky not to be in those situations, Marty. We've just, the only, like with the, you, you listen to your gut instinct and I've had the, uh, the bad architects before. But I always look and learn from it, and I realize, okay, my my communication, my system should have been better, and it would have stopped it sooner than later. So it's still a nice person to work for, and you think, right, I'll never work for that person again. Yeah. But I could have stopped it prolonging a lot quicker if I had the right systems in place. Yeah. You always got to learn, and you know, you can't point the finger at them because there's always something you can take out of it, and it's you know, looking inside yourself and learn from it. Yeah, I think that's a massive one: is reframing any situation to go. You either win or you learn. Yes. And if you learned and you reframe, you can go, okay, cool. What do I need to do differently next time to either avoid that situation or do it differently so it turns out better? 100%. Yeah, massively. Right. So why did you originally join TPB? What was the um, the, the defining moment or what were you looking to gain or improve from joining the professional builder? Very good point. Systems. But before that, that's just having a, a family around you. I mean, you... You guys are awesome. TBD is, you're always there. You get involved you, and you get welcomed into a, a community of other builders that are all battling the same, you know, the same battles and having the same, you know, it's great to see wins and see you learning all the time. So it's having that support because I found that that building is lonely. You're not in an office of 100 people and you can't share your stories. Yeah. So um, a lot of it you're battling on your own and you don't know whether or not you're doing it properly. And um, I find that we are where we are and it's, the teacher will come at the right time. So for me, I'm always open at learning and um, it came around at the right time. So I believe that we've come this far to continue. Otherwise, we wouldn't have made it this far at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's just great to have the support and the, and the systems. It's not, you know, 
TPT is not a fluffy sort of huggy huggy warm it gets in there you hold yourself you hold us accountable you give us the systems and it's us to us the harder we put the effort in the better we get the returns 100 percent. it's just like going to the gym right 100 percent. that you get out of it what you put yeah, in for sure now where were you 18 months ago so revenue margin and time wise sure and where are you now and then that'll help us hone in on what have you done to improve time systems on site margin etc okay so 18 months ago, I didn't really have any control over my business at all. The yep. guys on site, they didn't have systems, so they were just sort of running around, doing what they thought they were doing, not communicating at all. When I rang up to ask what was going on, they made it feel like I was uh, controlling them. Yep. So it was it was very difficult feeling for me too. It just felt a lot of, it felt lonely and empty. So I was sure. around, yeah, and, and having a lot of sleepless nights, really stressful. And that would relate on site. It would be more of a, um, you know, then, then it was, was more of a sort of a, uh, Heated discussions instead of having the having the right right conversations. Yeah, pricing wise, we're pricing with the wrong margins, so our bottom line on each project was pretty low. We're sort of uh, just treading above water actually when you look at it. We didn't have the right system, so I couldn't tell where the money was, uh, where we were leaking funds. Yeah, just I was just running off a spreadsheet, so at the end of the job you could see whether or not you made money or not. So you didn't know if it was time or yeah, it was. It's incredible that I'm still here after looking back to see what was uh, going on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome like, you are. I believe good things happen to good people who put yep. the work in and you're evidence of that. So if you Thanks, could, if you're happy to share some numbers, mm, Brett, sure. But 18 months ago, revenue, margin, and time. Yep. What you're doing revenue-wise, where was your margin at, and how many hours a week were you working? Gee, I say, gee, that's 18 months ago, we were... Uh, Profits were negative. I don't know the figures off. I'd have to go pull 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 back out my um. Yep. P now. Yeah, but it was uh, it was in the negatives. Was I was spending a lot of hours in the office on site, stress. So gee, it would be be 60, 60 hours, I suppose, if not more. Not getting anywhere. Uh, margins were well, gee, we we're running in the negatives, so margins were just would have been low. Single figures, it'd have to be. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't until I uh, I was driving around, tears in my eyes, thinking I need to do something about this, you know, because, you know, you start having to reflect on your family. It's not about myself anymore. So your family comes first. And why am I doing it for? I could even have dug a grave and went and sat in it. I thought, nah, I'm doing better than that. I've got the right. I'm learning a lot of self-growth. You know, and uh, so I just dived back in. Instead of being a victim, I just turned it around. And then as soon as I started to find the right energy, yeah. things started to change. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Just uh, as an aside, how good was Wiz? Oh, he was awesome. Yes, yeah, I've been listening to his. Uh, he's such a character. I've been yeah. uh, going on YouTube now and uh, and sending the links to other guys in my business and that sort of stuff and saying, listen to this, this guy's cool. Yeah, and the more you get into it, the more you get beyond the initial thing and into the character development, the discipline, yep. be a better person, raise others up, create assets, get up earlier. Like you can hear that stuff. But it's another thing to, it's one thing to know, but to do and ingrate it into your daily habits is a game changer. For sure. Yeah, he was awesome. And how'd you find uh, George, the All Blacks uh, manager? Very good too. Yeah. No, they're, they're all great. Like, it's just all about being positive. And like you say, get up and stick to a positive routine because we all got our own, uh, we get crushed in the habit and it's going to pull us back to being that same, uh, I'm just comfortable sitting on the couch, but yeah. it's harder to break through and you've got to keep doing it. Yeah. That's what I'm finding. I'm getting up early in the mornings. 
I'm meditating, I'm writing out my goals, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I've got an accountable uh, partner that we read each morning. And so it's good. And it's just, it's making changes, positive changes. Yeah. That daily program yes, yes. is a game changer. 100%. Mindset, because you need two things. You need will set and skill set. Yes. And you need the will set to be able to have the fire in your, in your belly with your vision book, your gratitude journal, your goals, etc. And then the skill set are where to apply all that energy that you get because you are what you do each and every day. Sure. Okay. So what have been your results now? So how are you looking now? Revenue-wise, margin, and time. Sure. Revenue to date, oh, to, to February, from the start of financial year to February, we've hit uh, 1.7 mil. Okay. Yeah. We're... So you think you'll end up somewhere around the two, two and a half? Yeah. yeah. Two and three sort of thing? Where we are now, we're uh, 2.1, 2, 2. nearly 2.2. So cool. uh, February, and then with gross profit of uh, 439K. Which Dude, is, that is yeah, yeah, very, which has given us a gross margin of 25%. Across Damn. The moment. Yeah, yeah. That so, deserves a... Thank you. Yeah, so very happy about that. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Now, just let's pause there. Yep. What have you changed to massively increase your margin in 18 months from single figures to 25%? Because there's a lot of areas from yeah. marketing, better sales process, better pricing, controlling the labor on site, everything. Yeah. Negotiating with suppliers, sub-trades, fixed price contracts, da 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 What have been the three that move the needle the most in terms of increasing margin? Sure. The first thing was my pricing. We are running off, we had our cubits, but we we're also running off Cordell's and everything was uh, all over the place. So um, it was a funny quick story, but my, my hard drive, my computer blew up. So I had to go back through and build all my recipes again. So I built everything from scratch and took more control. So instead of running off square meters that someone else had built, that was sort of you know, across the line as a company, uh, sorry, as a, a standard to use, I built my own, looked at the, you know, the variables on site and all that. So I put all the recipes together. So that's given me more control of my pricing. Having better systems on place for the guys on site. So we're having team team management meetings, toolbox meetings. They got builder trend. I'm giving them, you know, tasks and times to run against. Yep. So that's, oh, so, so yeah. visibility and accountability is everything, right? Yep, very. How do you do that? Do you break down the job with the foreman at the beginning? Does he forecast the hours as well or just you? And then you guys track it every week and then the toolbox yes. report back? Or how, how specifically do you implement that? Yeah, no, no, I, when we get to, I'll sit down with the foreman and I'll track the hours, so I'll break it all down, give him the hours and the tasks, and then if he's got any, if he sees it, anything that he's can flag, but I'm pretty, because I've quoted the job from the start, I've seen the site, I'm pretty, pretty onto it, I know what's going on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they've been around, and that's, the staff have been with me for a long time, so we know how each other works and how they push the, push the trades. And How receptive were your team to making these changes? How did you go about saying, hey, Charlie, we're here, the bus needs to go over here, and we need to make these changes for the good of the business, the good of your jobs, et cetera. How did you go about getting their buy-in and positioning to them and holding them accountable each week? I had to change first, so it was my mindset. So yes, so it's still a work in progress. So we can sit down and I can, I, I can build them up. I can give them everything they need. And that's what I say to them. Look, I'm giving you everything you need. Ask and I'll provide it. You know, System-wise, I speak to them about their stress levels, how to how to delegate down, 
they should know that, you know, their roles, I've given them their roles and the rules of the game. So if it's not in their job description, delegate going out to the carpenters and to the apprentices. So we, we have a lot of talk, but you find if you don't keep engaging with them, you know, can easily track back to where they were. So it's just an ongoing process. Yeah. And I think a massive amount is your system. So the structure of your week. So if they know that there's a toolbox meeting on a Monday or whatever day you want to have it, that maybe there's a five minute meeting in the morning for a scrum beforehand and a five minute at the end of the day, where are we at? What will you complete today? What are the milestones that need to be completed during the week? And then also, do you have a construction meeting as well? Uh, every fortnight we'll sit down and just a, a really an overall meeting actually, talk about the challenges, you know, what, what's moving forward, how can we do things better? Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, that game changes to involve all your team. Yep. Uh, and how's your mindset changed from 18 months ago to now? Because the transformation in business is phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. What's the transformation in mindset? It's just, I suppose you're right, just having that um that drive. I've always been quite a good achiever in different sports and representative at you know higher grades. So it's just that get out and push and, you know, the old say, you got to get knocked down and get back up and push and keep going forwards. But you got to have your hard days, but you just got to get up and keep driving forwards. So I know that the harder I push, the more I get back. So from 18 months ago, I suppose, diving into personal growth. Yeah, uh, and that's the yeah, thing and that's, that I've seen with you is you're yeah. massive, massively like I am into um, personal growth and development. What, what's been most uh, useful for that you think that would help other people out there? I suppose believe in yourself. For mm-hmm. start, and I'm going to say it, but join PPB because yeah. it's this. this the, I mean, you guys got the systems, you got the support. I'll be welcome into a community with builders like myself in there. We all get together as a team, so you're not alone. So just um, reach out. Awesome, appreciate that. What What do you think it is that holds a lot of people back, and specifically building company owners from waiting too long or thinking I can do it myself for a. a can't be that easy or this looks too complex or what do you think holds people back from not reaching out to oh, that, that, was, that was me 18 months ago I thought I could do it all myself I thought I had you know not knew at all because I knew nothing but you could do it on your own and, and the fear of the uh the expense but it's uh it's not until you make that decision that you'll start getting the the added, added jobs will come through then you can you can just pay for that added expense and you don't even know it's there so yeah. but it's not until you make the change that Nothing's going to change, so you've just got to go and do it. You, you know, if you if you if you look back, if you're still doing the same thing that you were doing a year ago, you need to kick yourself in the ass and just go for it. Otherwise, you might as well go work for someone. Yeah, hundred percent. It's all about get. If you're around a community of people who are all going in the same direction with the same goals, you can talk to those people who are one or two steps ahead and go, "Hey, you hired a project manager. Awesome. What's their job description? What are their KPIs? How do you structure their week?" Fantastic. Yes. Well, you can go, hey, I want to be charging for quotes. And we've got about 40 to 50 members charging for quotes. Cool. Yep. So what's the agreement? What's the contract? What's the template? How do I implement it? Yes. So what do you do daily regarding or weekly regarding exercise, mindset, meditation, any game-changing books that you've read that you've sure. written? Yep. I, um, during the week, I get up at uh, 4.30. I'll mm-hmm. meditate. Then I'll write out my goals, goals, my personal and my distance goals. I've got, I've got a, um, a short-term plan and I've got a three-year plan. So I'll, I'll write those out and I'll write them out again in the evening so they're fresh in your mind before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'll get up. So that, that'll be done. will take me until quarter past six. Then I'll get into work mode. I'm in work mode till you know, around about at three o'clock or two or three o'clock. Then I think, right, I want to go to the gym. I'll go to the gym and I'll come back. It'll be family-orientated stuff. 
and then I might just in the evening jump back into a bit more personal growth and a little bit more work on the business. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But I find it's 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 great. You've got to exercise. I mean, it's easy for us to find an excuse and be in the office all the time. But we need that. We need that outlet. So we've got to go and if it's even if it's just a walk around the park or something. But yeah, we need to do time for ourselves. It's so important. Yeah. Because we can get mixed up in family and business. But if you don't have yourself to look after, it's going to fall apart. Stress is going to hit the levels, and then yeah. we're going to start regretting what we do. Yeah. How's your mindset changed now? Because to me, you seem calmer, more clarity, more focused, and, and still heaps of energy, but just channel more, I guess, driven or more purposeful. How would you say? Yeah, no, that's a good point. It has, it has changed a lot. I suppose that like, I keep resorting back to working on yourself. I know it does start within, but, and just keep pushing forward. So like I was saying before, I, I, I keep believing that I had no work. So I keep pushing it like I've got no work because yep. you're stressed when you've got none and you stress the same when you've got too much. So I keep telling myself, I don't have enough. Yeah. And uh, when it all comes in, worry about it when it all comes in so like work yeah. as if someone is trying to take it all away from you yeah exactly awesome yeah so i guess is is it business as usual or are you working more on systems or are you pricing more or what what do you focus on at the moment it is business as usual we all have like it's just that unknown i mean it sounds positive that they won't shut us down so we're just being you know putting all the right procedures on site but a positive i had a phone call the other day and you're always waiting for that call saying look we're going to prolong the along the uh, project and it's a yep. $750,000 project but he wants us to start as soon as possible so for bam yeah yeah boom so what, was what uh, awesome what what type of job where is uh, it it's, uh, it's in Ursingville so it's inner west and it's a two a rare two story addition so yeah so very happy about that and we're, we're picking up little infills in the way so we like to run say three big ones and then just put little little good little infills in the way that keep the cash flow going um, How'd you find going through the um, 89 point checklist? Yes, great. Yeah, made me realize that I, in these areas I got to sort of work. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good because it's like forewarned is forearmed, and you can just go through each section from liquidity, cash flow, on site marketing, da da da, and go, oh, yep. shit, uh, that's a priority. That's not. I can do that in a couple of weeks. But it did maybe get all my invoicing in. So we've got a lot of, there's about $350,000 coming, coming our way very shortly through invoicing. Let's go down to the Lambo dealership. Yes. <laughs> It'll be good to have in the bank. And uh, so everything's pretty well balanced and, and feeling feeling right. Love it, man. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Really. Thank you. And then I've just, uh, I mean, after this phone call, I've just got to keep pushing. I've got a lot of jobs to price and just got to keep working on the business at the same time. I know what I've got to do. It's just it's just making sure you're sure that I do it. 100%, man. Yeah. I love seeing uh, people win, especially good dudes that are hardworking, help others, and um, you know part- participate a lot. I love seeing it. What's the goal for the next year or so? Where, where do you want to head? Where do you want to take the business? What do you believe? Yeah, good point. Well, I just want to keep growing the beast. I like. To, I mean, in the back of my head, I'd love to be able to double my turnover and profit at the same time in a year's time. I know you know that's achievable. It's going to take a lot of hard work. Interesting. But in the meantime, we want to be more established and have more of a presence out there in Sydney and be that go-to builder where we can uh, charge these higher margins. But at the back end, the, the clients are going to get the quality and the service and the right systems to go with it. So we can uh, really, really stand above the rest. Yeah, Brilliant. You're, you're well on the path to getting there. I love seeing uh, results from people like yourself and your uh, testament to putting in the hard work, Brent. I love it. Thanks, Vardy. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate what you guys are doing for us. Thank you. It's, it's amazing to have that support. 
Awesome, man. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you're free tomorrow for the marketing deep dive. I think you get massive value out of it. Uh, Cam and I are going to go through some uh, deep dive marketing strategies you can implement straight away. Perfect. Thanks, Marty. Thanks for your time today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks, Brent. Appreciate you. Talk soon. Cheers, brother. Bye-bye. Cheers.